On this episode of Empower 305, Kanasha Paul of Venture Miami. I personally believe that, you know, social capital is global currency and you need it to able to access and unlock as many opportunities as possible. Hello and welcome back to Empower 305. I'm your host, Dave Juneau, and you are listening to episode three of the podcast. And we're so happy that you're joining us today because our next guest is vital to the Miami tech scene, and she literally empowers the community every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Kanasha Paul. Hey. What's going on? Good, good. Thanks so much for having me, David. Of course. Good to have you on the show. Kanasha is the new director of FIU's Venture Miami Opportunity Program. Mm -hmm. She's an FIU grad founder of Black Professionals Network. She worked at Miami-Dade County Public Schools. Her resume is impressive, folks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> now, in episode two of mm -hmm. the Empower 305 podcast, we had the mayor, and he gave us a little bit of uh, a background history uh, into Venture Miami. Okay, cool. And now, for those who need a little bit of a refresher, Venture Miami's mission is to make Miami the capital of capital with an innovative technology ecosystem and an economy that delivers for everyone. Correct. And you, Miss Paul, are now a critical piece of the Venture Miami team. Can you kind of explain your role for us a little bit? Well, yes. So I'm super excited about it. Um, right now, I'm in, I'm entrusted not only with the mayor's vision, but then also FIU's role in being a very much a community-centered university about making sure that everyone in Miami could have um, participate in what's happening, especially that it's beyond just a moment, it's a movement, and um, and that we are really are trying to ensure that Miami is for everyone. And that's and, and that's no small feat. So I, I, I always try to preface that um, I, none of us can solve all the problems within <laughs> any short amount of period of time, but we are locked in and focused to making sure that, especially for historically excluded individuals in our community, um, in the nation, that they are able to build something that someone wants right here in Miami-Dade. Again, as that newly appointed director of FIU's Venture Miami Opportunity Program, how much will female business owners of color stand to gain from this new partnership with City's Venture Miami team? Well, honestly, it's super exciting because for people who are not familiar with kind of like the venture space is that oftentimes, one, it's this new way for a lot of people to understand how to like bring in additional capital to their business, how to work with a an investor in ways that they probably haven't had to ever before. Mm -hmm. And so I think the biggest part is that it's providing some of that knowledge of how that game is played and then truly to understand like, the deal flow structure, understanding if it is a fit for you, do you even want to have that type of relationship? Right. But I think a lot of times when you think about the venture space, it's very much, you know, closed knit circles. You have to be an accredited investor. There's so many rules mm -hmm. that prevents um, equitable access for everyone on this space. And so we're trying to be able to alleviate that by creating the intros by creating the opportunities our vice president of engagement he's always big that social capital is such an integral piece on how we can you know move forward through our lives and so the program is really just to kind of double down on that i personally believe that you know social capital is global currency and you need it to able to access and unlock as many opportunities as possible so uh, for those folks who who don't know or maybe even a little bit intimidated by the word what exactly is a venture capitalist and how can they help entrepreneurs just getting started? Well, 
the simplest way, because there's so I don't I don't want to do the whole tier system, but the simplest way is that depending on your comfort and your risk tolerance, this is another way to bring capital into your business to scale it. Now, some folks decide to go out of traditional lending, some decide crowdfunding, but they all have their pros and cons, including venture capital side of, of funding. And so I think the easiest way that I describe to someone is that if you feel that you have a, a growth startup or you have a business that you think that could scale beyond regional, like it can become something that is a multi-million, billion dollar enterprise then oftentimes you need a massive amount of capital and venture capital provides the opportunity to get that influx of uh, funding but then also get the network and support something that you wouldn't get with the lender the lender just gives you the money says right. wish you luck <laughs> um, hopefully you can pay it back yeah. um, but then the venture capital it comes with this whole ecosystem so some entrepreneurs and founders find that level of support in building something from scratch much more helpful than the other um, forms of uh, capital that it that is available for people to utilize a lot of folks uh, in the tech community Mm -hmm. They don't like it when Miami is compared to Silicon Valley. You know, mm -hmm. they say Miami is a completely different beast. And, and one of the reasons why is because at least in this tech boom that mm -hmm. we have, Miami's all about inclusion. Is, mm -hmm. is that accurate to say? I think it's accurate depending on the perspective that you're looking at it. So when I think about like, well, so a lot of people say, okay, a lot of the men are getting access to the opportunities. But when you think about it, it's a lot of also Hispanic and Latin men, and they're born getting those opportunities in California um, or Texas. So there is inclusion and from that perspective that, there, that we are providing more ethnic groups access to the opportunities. Now, can we do better? Of course, like there's always improvement that needs to be made when it comes to inclusion and equity. And this program is positioned to be able to be one of the solutions, not all of the solutions. And that is us focused on women of color founders who typically are not in those rooms, in those spaces, in those conversations. And so this program, in my personal perspective, is that I don't penalize people for not knowing certain groups, is that at the end of the day, if you are committed to making it inclusive and right. you are in, committed to you know bridging those gaps, then this program is here as an opportunity to be able to bring that bridge point. And women of color founders are gonna benefit from that because they're gonna be able to access spaces and people that they normally probably wouldn't have before. Is that change, is it, is it starting to happen? Has Miami started to kind of change the narrative of what tech looks like right here in our uh, backyard? Yeah, 100%. I think the biggest thing is that when we think about Miami tech scene, that is that we are we understand it so much more than I think in California that it is an ecosystem. What I love about what the mayor's initiative is doing is that realizing that tech does not look like a specific identity, doesn't come from a specific industry, it doesn't come from a specific school of thought. Like when I think about like myself, like I'm I'm the founder and CEO of Black Professionals Network outside of this role of being the director, but on its face, people wouldn't see that as being part of like the tech ecosystem, but we represent a pipeline of black talent, regardless of on all the different business sectors from law to marketing to accounting. So I think he understands that to truly create a true ecosystem around this, you need a bunch of players 
who understand that innovation is on the next frontier and is on the next horizon. The mayor recently uh, tweeted his excitement about Venture Miami's new executive director, Eric Gavin. Mm -hmm. um, how have you uh, been able to work with him uh, to ensure that residents will, you know, stay right here and get those high paying tech jobs instead of like, you know, skipping town, going somewhere mm -hmm. else when they can get it right here in our backyard? Well, I'm pretty sure we're going to work really well collaboratively together. Um, we're both new, so I've been only in the role now probably like, a month <laughs> and he's probably starting like his first weekend <laughs> so okay, this, yes very very much brand new um so for but we for us i think it's going to be a great opportunity to really see how we can reach look at the ecosystem and figure out where the gaps who are strategic partners that we need to tap into and to leverage already existing resources the benefit that I'm being born and raised here in Miami is I I know what the resources are that already exist, especially from the SMB side, small business um side, from on the startup side, and then you can really look at it from the perspective of okay, what are the gaps? How can we already leverage what already exists, and let's be more strategic about how we can create more pipelines for opportunity. Uh, before we got started here, you said you you know you just got started, <laughs> um, and, but you've already kind of got the ball rolling. Can, yeah. you, can you give us some examples going in just designing the program to making sure that it really is um with the founders focus in mind i really wanted because this is a different type of kind of like accelerator type of program and that most accelerators tend to not want to give vc intros but for us social capital is going to be heavily built within the program and then we've already have um some of we already selected some of our first cohort so we can't wait to like announce some of those um business owners and it's just amazing like just the people who have applied like I think some people truly underestimate the genius and the talent and the gifts that are born and raised out of Miami who are who have come to Miami and leveraged the resources that are here and made something phenomenal and I think it's just getting that wraparound support that community support is really going to take us to the next level and then for people to see that them winning is not a, an individual win it's a community win at the end of the day these are people who are going to create the future jobs mm -hmm. they're going to be able to um you know drive the economy that we have here and really overall have strategic improvement on how we live um but that's going to take a twofold participation it's not roses and sunshine i never <laughs> lead conversations with that i'm like no, tech is not going to be the end-all, be-all to all human problems. Um, it, it might create some problems, but that means that there is room for us to have conversations about how it can be improved. But so far in this role, I'm really excited about the program that has been designed and the partners that we're bringing on to really make sure that we really help Miami be for everyone. For sure, you could see, I could feel like your your vision, your mission <laughs> is like intact and you guys are ready to go. Yes, so I love awesome. it. So like, it's super excited for just everyone to meet them. It's like, I think that's the biggest thing. Sometimes people just need their story to be told. Absolutely. Now, is this tech boom just a moment in time or will the city see an abundance of opportunity because of this this movement? Oh, I 100% do not believe that it's a, a moment. I think anyone who thinks it is does not understand. I don't know. I'm a history person. So I always look at just kind of like how the, there are certain types of chain of events that take place for something to have catalytic innovation. And I look at Miami, which is very much prime for that when we think about, you know, just like, for, and everybody always says talking points, you know, our great weather, the low taxes, but just the fact that it's a region that's hungry for growth. Like we have 
very much a mindset of wanting to be better, but also wanting to enjoy the life that we created. So I think that makes us uniquely positioned to be super attractive to a lot of people who want to understand how to make something that people want, mm -hmm. and then also how to live an amazing life while doing it. Uh, you've got some members of your team here. <laughs> one of them is wearing uh, one of those, how can I help shirts? <laughs> when you see that, um, just the simple you know, question, what does that mean to you? How can I help? And, and, and what do you think that the people in the community take from that? Honestly, I feel like that's the fabric of a lot of innovators in our community. Like at the end of the day, when you really think about what a, a no, I don't say true, but like, but someone who is really embodies the work of building a startup, it's, it's someone who's seeing that there is a problem and that they want to provide a solution to make people's lives better or to solve an inconvenience mm. um and and that's all rooted in how can i help when i think about even when i started my uh startup it was like okay i knew that there was a gap in communities being able to build social capital amongst each other especially black professionals who may have been first generation in their family who were first who gone to college and didn't have a clear roadmap of how to transition from degree to industry and then seeing that there is corp companies who had a problem of finding well i want to support um, I want to increase the diversity in black talent, but I don't have the means to do that. And I think that all is rooted in just kind of like, hey, we see a problem and then we think to ourselves, how can I help? And then we build something that does it. If folks in the 305, they want to level up their business through you know, venture, the Venture Miami Opportunity Program, how do they apply? And once they get in touch with you, what are those steps? So yeah, so right now our first cohort is has closed but we are accepting already applications for the second cohort so they can go to our engagement page engagement.fiu.edu um, and then it's also going to be on the venture miami page as well soon and so it's for the next steps is once they apply we then review the applications and then we go through an interview process to determine if the program is a good fit and if they feel like they have the commitment time commitment to be part of the program once that is settled i review and then really try to think one is like the coachability aspect are they going to be willing to really put the time into the of the venture are they really creating something that has you know a viability within this region because that's something that's super important you might have a great idea but it may not be viable in this ecosystem and so really look at that as also as making a deciding factor and then figure out what resources we have um, already in hand to support that I really want to make sure that the founders who are part of this program they really feel like they're gonna get value from it um, as someone who has to had to create something from scratch, I know time is very limited and you are juggling a lot of things. So I really wanted to be able to design something that, that truly made that part of the process understood. Mm -hmm. And so that's overall is kind of like the steps and it's just a lot of like strategic coaching and then group participation. And then of course, we're gonna have a lot of opportunities for them to make the introductions that they need to get the funding that they need to make their business profitable. That's awesome, that's awesome. Take advantage folks, this is, <laughs> this is awesome right here. Well, you know, listen, from one Haitian American to another, yes. I just wanna say that what you're doing is awesome. Um, congratulations you. on your new role. Um, you've accomplished so much in such a short amount of time, but you're using your expertise to not only help empower others, um, 
but just, you know, build them up. I'm sure your family's very proud of you <laughs> <laughs> with all that you've done, your accomplishments, contributions. So thank you so much for, for joining us and, and sharing all that you do. Uh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be able to be a constant contributor to the Miami ecosystem. And for all of you at home, thank you so much for, for listening, for watching and being a part of this. As you know, your support is everything to us. So please be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, and hey, send us even a few questions for the next podcast. After all, you know we're here to empower you. So thanks again. Make sure you follow City of Miami on all social media platforms, and we'll see you next time on Empower 305. Yay! Thank you so much. <laughs> one take wonder. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome.